The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that bears no fruit, he cuts away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, to make it bear even more. You are pruned already by means of the word I have spoken to you. Make your home in me as I make mine in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit all by itself, you must remain part of the vine. Neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me, with me in them, bears fruit in plenty. For cut off from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is like a branch that has been thrown away. They wither. These branches are collected and thrown on the fire and they are burnt. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, you may ask what you will, and you shall get it. It is to the glory of my Father that you should bear much fruit, and then you will be my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. In 1836, when uh, just before Christmas that year, Bishop Pompalia and Peter Chanel, um, the diocesan patron, left. Uh, France to come to, to Oceania, Peter Chanel brought with him a, a vine, a cutting of a vine. And he planted that vine in Fortuna, the island that he was dropped off in, in late 1837. Many, many, many years later, one of our priests, Father Graham Alexander, was approached by our Ministry for Agriculture and Fisheries, and they were searching for um, a cutting from this vine. And so they had some discussions, and Graham tracked the vine down that it was still, the vine um, was still up in Fortuna, the island of Fortuna in the Pacific. And so um, they bought... Um, Math brought down a cutting, and and thanksgiving for Graham, Father Graham, a cutting was given which was planted at St. Peter Chanel Parish in uh, Tarapa. And when I did my first visitation there, I was given a cutting from that vine. Unfortunately, 
I'm not a good gardener. Uh, the vine is outside in my front lawn. Um, this year, um, all the leaves on the branches died, uh, but these, um, there's some shoots coming away from, from the trunk. So, not a good gardener. But our Father in heaven is. He's the vine dresser. And do you hear what Jesus says in the gospel? I am the true vine. He doesn't say I'm the roots. He doesn't say I'm the trunk. He doesn't say I'm the branches or the fruit or the leaves. He identifies with the whole reality. And that's what we're part of. That whole reality of God's great vine. Now, I haven't really sat and watched people prune a vine, but I've seen people prune roses. And some of them, you know, those who've got a, a really uh, great love for roses, and here's a big shout out to you, Jan, um, they really do it with love. They know how to prune the roses so that it'll shoot out um, a lot more blooms. And in the same way, that's what the vine dresser does. Prunes the vine with love and care so that it will bear fruit. And Jesus says to, to his disciples, and he says to us, that we are pruned already by means of the word I have spoken to you. And that's why the word of God is so important for us. That word of God that we hear in the scriptures, but that word of God that we hear um, each day when the Spirit speaks to us in our hearts. That's what puts us in the right direction, that cuts off those bits of us that are not of God and that enables those other bits of us to bear much fruit. And so when I'm thinking about that bearing much fruit, and I think of you know you women from Catholic Women's League um, in particular, as you would be gathering in prayer today, but can't, you'll be doing it individually. Um, but just what's been the work and the fruits that your involvement in the league has done for you? How has that enabled you to, to bear much more fruit? And each one of us can, can have that same reflection. You know, what is it that's caused us to bear much more fruit? And what are the things that we've had to cut off, leave behind? Those patterns uh, of um, destruction, if you like, that drag us down rather than make us bloom. And this is the constant call. And Jesus reminds us that, that, that it's only when remaining within, within him that we'll really flourish as we're supposed to. You know, we look at how our world drifted away from Jesus and just so many of the things in the world that are going on in the world that are not of God. And we can see our society, our community, and maybe even our families or individuals and maybe ourselves um, withering and those times when we've turned away from God. 
that we know it's just not as fruitful. And so the constant invitation of, of Jesus is to remain in him. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, you shall get what you ask. You, you may ask what you will and you will get it. For it is to the glory of my Father that you should bear much fruit and then you will be my disciples. Then you'll be my disciples. And remember that word from the other day? That means to be a pupil, a learner, so that we might come to the fullness of, of who we're wanting to be. I think often, though, we take over the role of being vine dresser. And that's exactly what's going on in the Acts of the Apostles this morning. When the Pharisees and uh, these Jews that had come down from Judea saying that unless you have yourself circumcised in the tradition of Moses, you cannot be saved. Circumcision, it's enough to make your eyes water, isn't it? But it was all that focus on the external, you know, the external sign. To be circumcised for a Jewish man was to be the sign that they belonged to the family of Abraham. But much more important for, for Jesus is is that circumcision of the heart, to be marked with the heart of Christ. I remember uh, in the same way when I was a kid at primary school and I served a 6.45 a.m. mass at St. Mary's in Hokitika and then we had a school mass and I went to communion twice in the one day and uh, my classmates assured me that I was going to go to hell because of that, you know. And uh, again, it was the external sort of stuff. But I was so worried, I went and talked to Father Costigan, our parish priest, who was an Irishman with a great booming voice. Well, he just boomed with laughter when I said this to him. Um, it was that recognition that he taught me by his laughter that God is a lot more merciful than we are, that we can get caught up on the externals. But what God really looks like what God really looks for is in our heart. May we open our hearts so that the word of the Lord may stay alive in us, that he may prune us, that we may bear much fruit for him and for the glory of the kingdom.